apparently I'm controversial, I don't know I'm controversial for. And after that, totally accepting of the outcome of falling right. off. Yeah. Not many people are willing to take like a 10 metre fall onto the back. I'm just really sad to do the route, so I'm willing to do whatever it takes to do the route. Climbing, I think, is really boring when everyone's just going to like the same crowds. You might as well go to work. Hello and welcome to Further Faster in association with Montaigne. My name is Daniel Nielsen and in these podcasts we speak to ultra-athletes, mountaineers, climbers and explorers to talk about how they do what they do and why they do what they do. Now, today's guest is a climber, an exceptional climber, and one that's been described as controversial or perhaps notorious. Notorious for the new routes he's achieved, but also notorious for the risks he takes, sometimes leading to unimaginably huge falls. But perhaps it was this notoriety that led filmmaker Al Lee to focus his lens on Franco Cookson for his forthcoming film, Fall Theory, just about to get a premiere at the Brit Rock Film Tour. So, in a thoroughly entertaining interview, we discuss why he takes such great risks, the mindset it takes to make a fall, or not make a fall, and why the North York Moors is the centre of the universe. It's a fun one, listen in. Franco Cookson, thank you for joining us on Further Faster. Good to meet you um yeah so what we wanted to talk a little bit about one of the reasons we wanted to talk to you is obviously there's a film coming out about you um at the brit rock tour but also just we want to have a look at some of the uh yeah go back some of the highlights of your your career so far and that kind of thing but just to dwell on the um on the film where, where did the genesis of the idea come from were you how involved were you in it or did someone approach you and said I need to make a film about this guy. I can't can't even remember how it started, really. Um, We've, so it's like, I've got a little group of pals in the North York Moors, and we've always kind of recorded bits and bobs. Which is your home territory, isn't it? North York Moors. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like, no one knows where the North York Moors is. (laughs) But surprisingly, it's like the Moors that are north of York. So, if you know where York is, it's <laughs> a good start. Um, so, we do all these, yes, yeah, so I suppose we had all this footage of, um, good, oh my God, you got to kind of rewind loads. So, we started climbing there and there was, um, like, not loads of routes done, particularly, like, once you got away from, like, the A1 and you went kind of east and away from the A19 and stuff where people normally climbed. Yeah. Um, especially if you go over to the coast, there was just like nothing recorded. So we started doing like loads of new routes, particularly if you wanted to do anything harder, you yeah. had to climb and if you had to do new stuff because stuff hadn't been climbed. So then when we were climbing new stuff, I suppose we started recording stuff just on phones or whatever, um, and then gradually got better quality stuff. And then Alistair Lee, I think maybe to do with lockdown, but he was kind of talking about doing a film anyway, um, about northeast climbing. Yeah. Um, got in touch and then this so i think this film i've not seen it, <laughs> seen it. but the, so the film is going to be a combination of kind of like we end up getting pretty good footage we've got like a we had a decent camera in the end like a um a full frame camera that did some decent like hd footage and then yeah. that's going to be combined with obviously our lays like high production like super duper 4k whatever cameras and like drones and um whatever else i don't know I don't really know much about filming, to be honest. Um, and then obviously, I think from what I've heard from people who have seen it, is I think it's probably going to be, you know, there's a bit of a story to it. It's not just like people going mental and jumping off crags or yeah, um, having near misses or, you know, it's actually like a bit of a 
I don't know. Al Lee's films are always quite kind of glamorous, aren't they? So yeah, 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 yeah. Some uh, some 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 nifty graphics on there. That's what you. How how can we have not seen it? I haven't seen it. So no idea. Could be rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How come you've not seen it yet? Um, I don't know. I think <laughs> I, I said to him like, "Oh, how I can I can I see a film?" And then he was like, "Ah, oh, no, just wait." It just wait. He kind of fobbed us off a couple of times, and then <laughs> I don't know. I kind of didn't really want to see it because I don't know. It's a bit embarrassing, isn't it? But now I'm going to see. It. I'm going to see it for the first time with like I don't know how many people. So it's around by loads of people. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so hopefully I like it. <laughs> it could be and why do you think? So it does. It does focus on you. So what? what why do you think? Is is that why you're a bit embarrassed? Because it's just. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I don't, yeah, there's quite a lot of this with a guy called Tom in it as well. Tom is this young kid who's like 15, mm-hmm. um, who it's really weird because when I was Tom Pierce. when I started, climbing, yeah, Tom Pierce, yeah, um, when I started climbing, uh, there weren't really any like many climbers we knew in the we were from like the, the middle part of the moors where no one no one comes from really. Mm-hmm. Um, so like when we started climbing a bit, it wasn't really proper climbing; we were just kind of scrambling around and. Um, we, we eventually met some people in the Western Moors, like Cleveland, near towards like Gisborough and stuff, Middlesbrough, mm. and um, the Cleveland Mountaineering Club. And one of the people there was Tom's dad. So he, I've known Tom's dad. So Tom's always been like a little kid and, you know, he didn't really climb much. And then one day he was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go and try one of your E9s. And I was like, all oh, right, well, what are you doing? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, it was like, who is this? Who is this kid? Because he'd just been cl- I knew he'd kind of been going and doing classic easy routes with his dad. Yeah. But he'd obviously just won like people do when they're like 14, 15. He'd just obviously one summer, one whatever, one season, just gone out and started yeah. practicing these routes on his own and just got, well, presumably was already really, really good, but then just kind of actually put practice in on these specific routes. And uh, I mean, stuff he's been doing is pretty, pretty incredible. That's yeah. pretty cool. Amazing, and so have you read the uh, have you read the synopsis of the film? Have you? Yeah, yeah. Not the no. <laughs> There's a couple of things to dwell on. In this. I showed my mum it the other day because I hadn't told my mum that there was a film coming out, and then and she, she like googled it, and she, she's like, she's just she's just reading it out, just howling every sentence she's reading out. <laughs> Um, <laughs> play, early career particularly played out in an unusually public manner <laughs> what does that mean uh, I don't really know like apparently I'm controversial I don't know what I'm controversial for like you've got notorious here pardon? you've got the word notorious in here yeah I don't know I mean so there's this forum this UK climbing forum yeah, um, and like, yeah, I mean, it's used to go in there and like wind people up, but then I, th- I thought everyone kind of did that. It was just <laughs> everyone talking about the rubbish. <laughs> um, but then that apparently makes me notorious. I don't know. I mean, I probably that was just a bit of a, a bit of a tool, I think. <laughs> but um, not yeah. anymore. Uh, and then yeah, <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean, we you. Would you say you're not okay? But notorious, I guess it sort of means you know for going on these forums, and I don't, I don't know what you were saying. Uh, um, but also, do you think some of the the climbing that you do is like 
quite high risk. Yeah, I mean, but then that shouldn't wind people up, should it? No. I think but it's still making it notorious. <laughs> and also, I look back now, it'd, it'd be like, I mean, Tom, Tom's like really mature beyond his years, and really like just down to earth and very like kind of Yorkshire. But, um, you know, if Tom was like an absolute tool just coming out and like, you'd be like, well, he's 15, well, now 16, like, you'd be like, oh, put him some slack. Whereas people just seem to obviously, I don't know, absolutely hate us for some reason. And then, and then, so, I mean, and then I wasn't actually really climbing anything. And then I started doing these routes and then giving them these, I suppose, the controversial part is giving things like really big, big grades. So I was like giving, I was doing these routes. So the hardest route in the most, yeah. if you know the grading system was like E6, E7. And then we did like an E8 and then we were trying to, you know, and eventually I was like, oh, I reckon this is E10 based on like absolutely nothing. So then it was like three grades harder than anything else in the area and like four grades harder than anything I planned anywhere else in the country. So it was a bit like, where are you getting these grades from? You're just like making them up. So I suppose that's kind of controversial. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's just a grade, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's not like, it's not like, I don't know, pulling the statue over or setting fire to a house or whatever. <laughs> Someone else does. It's like, ooh, I think it's sneak time. People take this very seriously. <laughs> yeah, people take it enormously seriously. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it is important that it's taken seriously because it kind of becomes a bit of a nonsense. But I did genuinely think these routes were about that hard. You know, so, well, the thing, the first thing I got stick for, I, gave, I said a route was like H7, maybe E8 to do on site. Mm. And now it's held at E8, so you know it's kind of slightly harder than I said it was. So. Yeah. And then another one got downgraded, so it just doesn't really matter how much does anything to do. No, no. But do you do you think? Um, how would you describe describe your kind of climbing style? Like, if if is it? I mean, the name of the movie, the name of the film, Fall Theory. You know, is it? I guess you you do kind of take a take a few risks go a bit higher yeah a bit less protection would that would that be right yeah so some of it i've taken some really like uncontrolled falls that i was really um lucky to get away with Uh, you know and i wouldn't sit around trying to justify those as being like somehow wise or whatever but then i think some of the stuff so like some of the stuff in the film where i'm hitting the ground from like 10 metres, 12 metres, you know, just above that 30-foot mark. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you've got some protection, the protection rips, but it takes out enough of the fall and you land on a bit of heather and, like, bouldering pads, crash mats. Um, you know, that's, like, kind of calculated. Well, obviously, you don't want to take those falls, but, like... Mm. So, 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 basically, there's a bit of both. Some of it's, like, calculated and pushing things, pushing things out a bit in a way that other people haven't and, like... I don't know, kind of using you, I don't know, thinking about things to do things in new ways and then other bits of it are just like kind of being a bit stupid. Right. And then I suppose that's that's where the confusion lies, where, you know, to some people just look like, well, you're just being like a, a complete moron and then to other people you think, all oh, right, well, actually, like, um, and the truth obviously lies somewhere in the middle. Right. Why do you feel the need? to climb so high without that kind of protection or i mean do do, do, um, do you think is it is it kind of a stylistic style a, a stylistic element to your climbing is it because 
Yeah. Well, I just want to climb everything. So in the North Yorkmoors, it's like um, a lot of the hard moves are also unprotected. And then okay. but I climb well-protected stuff. But obviously, if you, climb, if you climb something that's hard and well-protected, it's overall not that difficult. And then it doesn't get a big grade and then it doesn't get the publicity. So the things that get publicity by nature and the things that take you ages to do because you're scared of doing them are the, the bold things that they have. It's like, a, yeah, it's like, a, it's like a multiplication. You multiply and like the difficulty, the sustainedness by the danger and the fear. And then you get all that together and that makes a really hard route. And that's going to take you ages to do. So they become like the really big things. But I do loads of other climbing that's like not or have done in the past. Mm. Um, and then also there's an element of like you know once you start once you've done like a few routes that you think that are really hard and you, you try routes from other people from other areas of other people that are really hard and you think man there's like there's routes back home that are like a step harder than that or even two steps harder than that then you yeah. like then it becomes like really exciting you're like well there's the opportunity to do something in the north of motors that's like really special and like worldwide if people want to go and do like the hardest trad routes like you have to go to the northeast of england now to do them which i think is cool yeah and they're not like it's not because the you know the standard i'm not under no illusion like i'm not like an amazing climber like the actual standard of the physical climbing isn't you know that's not world class but when you combine it with the danger that becomes like a world class challenge because yeah. not many people are willing to take like a 10 meter fall onto the back or whatever off of like a relatively tricky move no. so <laughs> But how come you are? Well, just like it's just, I'm just really excited to do the route, so I'm willing to do whatever it takes to do the route. Right. So, and I just think, like, and lots of other people aren't, and then lots of people are willing to put in loads of training. And it's just, I don't know, I think that's what's amazing about climbing is you can, there's, you can split climbing into, you can split climbing into all the different parts of climbing, like bouldering, trad sport, speed climbing now, whatever, indoor, outdoor, plastic, wood, whatever training just at home, not even doing stuff that's really climbing and then you can split each one of those into little bits so in trad climbing you've got on-site or head point working routes and then even in working routes you can work hand safe steep stuff so there's so many different kinds of climbing short routes really crooksy or really sustained yeah so yeah. like I think, I think focusing on one thing particularly something that other people don't focus on so doing these like fairly crooksy really dangerous um routes um, on these relatively small crags, but with quite a lot of danger. Yeah. You can just, like, really, it's it's really, that's the kind of climate that's close to my house as well. So in the northeast of England, that's, like, the easy stuff for me to do. Yeah. So I can just go and do that. You become, you become a bit of an ambassador for the, north, <laughs> for the northeast. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, then so there's other people going out and discovering boulder problems, you know, and it's all just, I just think it's great. when If everyone has their own little corner and pushes that loads, yeah. And then everyone else is going out and pushing another corner, and then you meet people. Oh, yeah, that's amazing! And you go and try someone else's style or whatever, and then people can feed off each other. Climbing, yeah. I think, is really boring when everyone's just going to like the same crowds, doing the same stuff, and the same conversations. And it becomes just like you might as well go to work. <laughs> <laughs> if you're just going to go to like a limestone crag and have like some like tedious conversation every weekend, it's like I literally prefer to be all there. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, oh god. Uh, yeah, nobody wants to do that. That's for sure. 
especially not on a Sunday afternoon. Um, not that. I mean, I love lads. I love it's great. <laughs> <laughs> and when, when you um, okay, so go, go, let's go back to the let's go back to these falls. I mean, what, one of the reasons. So, have you ever seriously injured yourself on one of these falls? Nah, not really. No, I've been I've like broken a few bones, but not right. Yeah, nothing. But I mean, a lot of the things that you talk about is sort of the technique of falling and the technique of like is that something you've just mastered? <laughs> are you are you a world class yeah. baller? Is, is my question. Yeah, like, I always say I'm like a lot better at falling than climbing. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'm like so. I'm very I'm very like tall, and my arms are really long. Right. So I've been like a bird. And then I think about like really light bones and then I'm also really stretchy. Right. So but then maybe I'm also just lucky. I mean you don't fall enough, do you to have like a sufficient sample size? Like even if you fall off like twenty times, which is quite a lot of falls. That's yeah. not a very big sample size, is it? No, I guess not. I guess not. But you probably do control it somewhat. Yeah. Yeah. Have you just got lucky? <laughs> You can stretch, so if you're going to do a really bold route... Go, go, like, gadget. Sorry. Yeah, it's worth, like, jumping up, so you can jump around and, like, stretch stuff up. Because, obviously, if you just, like, got out of bed in the morning mm. and then you'd got out of bed and your floor wasn't there and you fell 10 metres, you'd probably hurt yourself really badly, wouldn't you? Whereas if you had warmed up loads and jumped around and then fell off for 10 metres, you'd probably be less likely to hurt. So I think it's important to, like, stretch stuff out and... Right. And learn to roll and... And then also, like, it's a confidence thing, isn't it? Like, if you fall off loads and don't hurt yourself, then when you fall off, you're relaxed. Whereas if you, like, if you fell over and broke your leg and then you fell off a year later in a similar scenario, you'd probably tense up. A bit like, you know, people say with drink drivers not hurting themselves in crashes or whatever. Mm, mm, mm. So is it, so that's partly the mindset that you go into these climbs with. I mean, are you, you're, you must be kind of super... Are you kind of super relaxed and controlled when you climb? Are you, like, how would you describe, how would someone else describe yeah. you as a climber? So, I think, like, um, yeah, I think I'm pretty relaxed. I think if you go into, up to up to a point when it gets, when the climb actually becomes, like, really quite hard, so the last the last couple of hard routes I've done, the, like, the climb's, like, about as hard as I can climb, and it's just, like, if you fall off, you're going to be pretty knackered. Um, so like on those routes, you're less, that, well, that's why I'm interested to see the film because I don't really remember, it's normally if I record something, I can like watch it back afterwards. So then you kind of retell, you remember it a bit and then you kind of fill in the gaps. Whereas this, I haven't seen any footage of it. So all I've got is this like hazy memory. Even the trailer, I was like, oh wow, yeah, that happened. Cause it was sort of like mm -hmm. a little snippet. Was, and, um, yeah, when you go into like the crux of these routes, the really hard ones, I think you have to be like, you have to be like totally accepting of the outcome of falling right. off. Right. Um, and totally accepting that you're just like taking that risk. So rather than being, you are relaxed, but you just, you're almost like in like a state of like mania as well. And I think that's what you have, you have to get into that state. Cause if you don't, you, cause you can, you can't really zone out on a move that's like really at your limit. Yeah. So if you're like engaged in like a really hard move when you were right at your limit, you'd like snap out of um, snap out of the zone, and then you'd just be like in terror, and then you'd just like make a mistake and fall off, or you'd think about something else and fall off. 
So, mm-hmm. so like on the route that I've just been, that the film's about, like on the bit, you've got this perfect rest. You can basically take your hands off before the hard bit, and then you have to have this moment of commitment. So it's like, as a mental challenge, it's just, just maximum. It's like the maximum challenge you can have because you're just in a state of pretty much total safety. You can like, retreat, yeah, you can retreat. Um, and then you have to just totally go into this like really hard sequence of climbing. Um, where if you fall off, you're going to be like completely knackered. Um, so you need that kind of like, it's like a calmness, but like a kind of, yeah, like a euphoric calmness, like a kind of, I don't know. You have to, like, yeah, it's like total disregard of your own personal well being. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty. It's a pretty amazing experience when you like when you get get into that state. Is that what you chase? Uh, not really. Like, I'm more like I wouldn't. I don't really feel like a climber. Like I think like what I chase is doing. I like go to crag. So this the recent route I've been trying. Mm. And you look at it, it's like it's ridiculous. I can't, you know, it's scary to even upsell down it. And then you upsell down it, and you're like, well, obviously I can never climb that. It's got like no gear, and I can't even do the moves. I can't see how you do the moves. And then eventually you work it for years, and you're like, all oh, right, maybe. And then, yeah, I don't know. And then you just like, I don't know whether I'm chasing, I'm chasing the, the adventure of, dis- I've always kind of enjoyed the discovery of the line and finding that the moves are possible. The most, that's the most interesting. And then at that point, like, well, I can do the moves, I have to do it, you know. And then it's kind of a formality, but then it's not really a formality when you have these really... That's why the last couple of routes, I've really, really enjoyed the challenge because it's been like... Um, it's been that much more of a challenge. It's not just like, oh, right, I'm going to do this unless I make a stupid mistake because, mm. yeah. Do, do, since you've... How many years have you been climbing? Um, like... Still fifteen or something like. Yeah. Do Do you think Do you think that kind of that state of mind you're talking about when you're about to hit the crux has is that something that you've kind of worked on and developed, or is it something that you've always kind of had in your your skill and ability as a climber, as your technique as a climber has developed? Like what's? No, I don't think so. Like, I think as a climber, like um, I've always. I've always been quite scared climbing, really. So, like, if I just go out climbing on a route, like, just on-site climb when I don't know the route, mm-hmm. um, I always find that, like, really quite scary and, like, hard. You know, I was like, well, I'm not going to commit to this because, like, that gear there is not very good and I don't know what's coming, so why would I commit to that? So that's stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, whereas these routes are really like because you know, you, you, you get to know the route intimately and then you know exactly the challenge and you don't know 100% that you're going to be able to do it at that moment but at least you know the challenge so you can you, the level of danger is exactly known so i find that more straightforward i think it's kind of a bit of a myth that with routes that you worked routes that you have worked they become like um just a formality but i think if you're doing if it is just a formality and becomes kind of boring then mm. you're just not trying you're not trying a hard enough route i mean maybe you don't want to but yeah, interesting pushing still funny. And, and you, you always look to climb it just beyond your limit. Or... Yeah, well, just like going back to that thing of like, if in the moors, if you wanted to climb hard, um, and if you want, there were just obviously loads of really good routes everywhere. So I'm like, well, yeah. I want to climb that. 
well, upsell down it. And loads of people, loads of clams just like don't, I don't know if they just can't be bothered to upsell down stuff. If you just upsell down stuff, like it's really easy. And like, um, it's way better. Like, I think bouldering has a, an appeal because of the aesthetic. You got to go there with your pad and you put it under a boulder and you climb the boulder. But actually, like, bouldering's really hard work. Like, you have to carry a massive pad around or two. And then mm. it's all like minging and then conditions are rubbish and you like sit in a little bit of earth and everything gets a bit damp. Mm. And then and then you fall off and like it's really easy to like hurt yourself, isn't it? The ground's like but not flat. It's not actually you know, if you look on Instagram and see like a picture of a boulder and a boulder and a person on it, it looks just this like aesthetic perfection. But yeah. actually the reality the reality of going out bouldering is like that, is it? You're like not warmed up, it's a bit cold, a bit hot, a bit minging. Yeah. Whereas you can go out with a shunt and go out with like twenty meter row and like really light really lightweight harness and a shunt mm-hmm. um and like climbing shoes and shot bag. It's really light, the way it's like nothing. And I can just go and try and move. And if I fall off, I just hang there, I don't fall off. So yeah. it's way better for like my joints. Um and I can climb probably harder because I can work moves downwards and stuff and just you know, bold when we quite have to we quite often have to do like three easy moves to get to the hard move again. Yeah. Those things way better. Yeah. Do you... Um, Sorry, go on. No, go on, what were you saying? I think the future of, like... Um, I think people will get into it. Like, well, a lot of people do it already, but I think, like, these really strong young young guns will, like, discover shunting and get into it more. I think it's, like, it's definitely an area where there's massive potential for, like, people doing harder routes. Right, yeah. Do you... How do you scope out routes so do so do you have a list of places that you've that you've kind of seen and found and want to go like what's what's the next well what does the winter look like for you what 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 are you working on at the moment yeah so i don't like um i'm not like like i said we've always been kind of incidental like new routers we're not and i've got like friends who got go out specifically to climb loads of new routes yeah um i don't think we're like really into that but um I'll generally, so a typical winter, I'll just have like projects in different areas. So, you know, once you have one project at a crack, whilst you're working that, you'll find another one. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's always something harder to do, at least in the northeast of England. Um, and then you just have projects all over the shop and then I'll just go over the weather's good. But then at the moment, so this year has been like the first year where I've started looking at other people's routes. Um, so there's quite a lot of like routes at like Nestcliff or lakes or scotland mm-hmm. um or north wales where or cornwall where i'm interested in doing routes and then i'll just look at the weather and then just go wherever the weather's good and just right. the conditions yeah 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 so it's a cool because you end up somewhere really nice <laughs> all right um and uh so when are you going to turn up to the when are you when are you going to watch the film over in uh sheffield probably uh, so the premiere is on like the 21st of yeah. october is that a week on Thursday or yeah, we should talk to you after you've seen it and get your take on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I'll I'll lead. Just makes everything look good. I've had I don't really know. <laughs> Opened the trailer, I was like, how's he made? Like the I don't know. It'd be really funny. It was because it's kind of just it's this like joke really. So it's really good. I really want to get some like really big names and climb into the North York most like. Get like Alex Megos in the North York Moors or something. Maybe this is the film that does it. Yeah. yeah. Do you think, is there an aspect to the North, 
fjord moors that make it that excite you so much i mean is it us? yeah it's just like it's kind of like unpretentiously like um just kind of good it's like really nice it's like really nice in like idyllic mm. like kind of the dales or the lake district somewhere yeah but it's not like it's not like twee there's not like there's not loads and loads of tourism no um particularly in like the northern moors where we're from um you know it's just like scruffy farms and stuff you know where everything's just like sprawling out it's not like going down langdale where every like every block's like pristine and there's like no parking signs everywhere yeah so it's, it's kind of quite a free place there's just loads of verge you know if you're in a van and you want to like van like it's just like verges everywhere and yeah um there's just like rocks everywhere like you just go down that like, one valley you know a lot of rubbish or like whatever but you know some are big some are small um and it's just yeah it's, it's really quiet and like mm-hmm. you just get on whatever you want to do and then also so from a hard climbing point of view the rock actually because of the bedding planes of the sandstone um the crags are small like slightly smaller than like um the peak district for example but like because the bedding planes are kind of bigger your protections generally most of your protections like in the cracks between the bedding planes so as a result it means you have like the generally worst protected routes and like in the peak because these routes kind of follow vertical cracks but the horizontal cracks are like fewer and far between so you so if you're looking for hard routes you get bolder routes there even though the routes are shorter yeah generally risking hitting the ground more or having just bad gear between you and the ground and then also the start the climbing itself's really really cool because it's like it's this like iron sandstone so you have sandstone which is a bit like grit but like less frictiony it's still got good friction but it's like less frictiony so you have like the grit style like slopers and like 3d climbing and then you have these like bits of iron nodules which are just like really positive but not like horrendously sharp but like really positive power moves a bit more like limestone so you have like this combination of balancey sandstone climbing and then this like iron climbing so you get really really cool moves so like these routes in the moors that are only like 10 meters long or 14 meters long or whatever mm-hmm. every move will be like really good and really interesting so you yeah. get like a lot more like bang for your buck i suppose and when you go away and then come back again do you think yes i'm back <laughs> it's good to be back yeah yeah I mean, when, I first climbing, in, when i first started climbing in northumberland I went there, I was like, oh my God, went to the crags and they just looked amazing because mm. they're a bit bigger and really rounded and had all these amazing features. And you're like, oh my God, maybe the North of Moses is terrible. But then he started climbing there and you're like, oh yeah, the, you know, the climb's not bad, but it's like, it's just not the same. It's like, and it's not just because it's home, it's also just, it is just objectively there. Because yeah. I mean, other people come and visit and they're like, oh yeah, it's every, <laughs> every time you go, you go to like roots you've been on before, you're like, and you remember it in your mind's eye and then you go there and you look at it and you're like oh god it looks rubbish but then as soon as you get on it it's like oh yes it's class yeah and um, yeah and then it is obviously home so you kind of go there and it's just like there's this really short grass on the moor where they're like the sheep have nibbled it and like grouse and stuff and yeah. and in summer you can just kind of lie there and it's really dry oh because it barely rains as well in the moors because cool. it's like right really fine really far in the east right yeah so the, the climbing around Whitby quite often is like when everywhere else in the country is like wet, which yeah. is like 
There top is. draw dryness here. Yeah. 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 It's, it's in the rain shadow and it's really far east. Yeah. Um, right. Are there going to be lots of climbers in the North York Moors or are we going, damn, the secret's out. <laughs> You'll never find anywhere to park your van now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I've got to look, because I did a little guidebook for the motors and like, I think I think some people are like, oh, you don't need to be many people here, but I don't think it's going to get many people there, really. No, no, no. Amazing. <laughs> There's a lot of crags as well. There's like 150 crags. Right. Yeah. Plenty to get. <laughs> Plenty to get your teeth into. <laughs> Amazing. Well, listen. Thank you for thank you for your time. <laughs> Getting into your head a little bit, and um, yeah, we're looking forward to watching the film and really seeing what it makes you look like. <laughs> maybe you're, maybe you're even more notorious after this. This is going to be the problem. <laughs> oh, oh, actually, all, all we really care about is what your mum thinks. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, I don't think you're going to come see it. <laughs> <laughs> amazing um yeah franco nice one thank you so much thanks for your time no. see told you it was fun thanks for listening as ever we'll be back next month and in the meantime if you're enjoying these podcasts please drop a little review wherever you get them stay safe protect yourself take a mat all that stuff have fun <laughs>